Welcome to the Preservation Technology Podcast, the show that brings you the people and projects that are advancing the future of America's heritage. I'm Kevin Ammons with the National Park Service's National Center for Preservation Technology and Training. Today we join NCPTT's Jenny Hay as she speaks with Cindy Brandemard, Director of the Historic Sites and Structures Program in the State Parks Division of the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. In the first installment of this two-part series, they'll talk about the iconic landscape of the Civilian Conservation Corps and their role in the development of the Texas State Park System. Well, thank you for joining me here today, Cindy. Um, I just want to start with a pretty general question. Uh, what is the Civilian Conservation Corps, or the CCC, and why is it important to the Texas State Park System? Well, many people know that the CCC, as it is abbreviated, stands for the Civilian Conservation Corps, and it was one of the key agencies that uh, that FDR created during uh, part of his New Deal for America. And it was generally young men, although there were some veterans uh, of World War I and even the Spanish-American War who were part of it. And they were, in general, uh, suffering the slings and arrows of, of the Great Depression. And it was a works program. And it is it became very important to Texas State Parks because they, we always say the core built the core of our system. Wow. And what kind of work did they do in the parks? Well, um, some of it, if you went, it would be invisible. They cleared brush. They planted trees. We can't really see those kinds of things except the mature trees um, that's kind of invisible, even road construction. But then there are these beautiful, visible uh, elements of the cultural landscape that get so much attention, and, or that got so much attention back in the 1930s. So much material, so much labor uh, was invested in them. They are the, the refectories, which are also called combination buildings or concession buildings. They're cabins. There are picnic tables galore, fire pits, shelters um, that create a, a, just a, a masterful and beautiful uh, landscape. And Texas State Parks, and I'm sure other state park systems are, are grateful, at least in Texas, before the CCC came here, we had convicts who were sent in to help fix up the parks. There were no master plans. There were no talented designers and architects. There was there uh, was no large workforce that could be relied upon, and that took place from about 1923 to to 33, when when the Civilian Conservation Corps uh, first uh, made its mark on on our parks. I see. And is there a distinctive CCC style? Yes, in many, but not all, of the parks. Um, it is commonly referred to as the, as NPS Rustic. It's uh, distinctive, and it's, um, it's been inspired by natural forms, local materials. For example, timber in East Texas and stone in uh, the Texas Hill Country, where these materials are plentiful. There's a lot of handcrafted woodwork. They are set unobtrusively in the landscape, 
and as uh, Jim Steely, uh, who was who was talking about Herbert Meyer, one of the um, architects of in the National Park Service that helped design uh, our parks, there was a horizontality about them, and Meyer talks about the horizontal key. So they they tend to be low to the ground. They're not these vertical Victorian resorts uh, of the 18. Uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s. That said, the NPS rustic, which is distinctive, the CCC was very conscious of the local setting in terms of cultural settings and local history. For example, in the Davis Mountains, which is far west Texas, we have a Pueblo-style hotel in the Indian Lodge at the Davis Mountain State Park. And it looks a little west to, to New Mexican architecture, to uh, Native American architecture. And we also have what's called Goliath State Park in historic site, which is a, a reconstructed 18th century mission that's very much a part of the local history of South Texas. And then I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention some of the more modern designs that came in at the end of the CCC. We're talking 1940, 41, right before World War II. There was an architect up in northeast Texas by the name of Joe Lair, and he executed uh, a really remarkable modern design for Tyler State Park which, that was a clear break from the NPS rustic. So, so we, have, we have a gamut, and then we have some uh, uh, highly distinctive uh, NPS rustic architecture within a park. Yeah, that's really fascinating, um, the wide variety of styles that you can see, um, and yet the, the coherence that's um, kind of woven through those parks. So I'm going to bring us back up to today. Uh, the website texasccparks.org is um, an innovative website displaying the extensive documentation of the work of the CCC in the Texas State Park System. Can you tell me a little bit about the development of this resource? Well, we were quite fortunate because there was something in the air in 2006 and seven that uh, caused us all to to look at uh, earlier architectural models, whether it was an awareness of sprawl, whether it was a sense of uh, economic uh, crisis soon to come, whatever it was, certainly at Parks and Wildlife and in, in more broad, broad circles, the CCC was seemed to be a good topic and a topical one. We started writing grants, and we were so fortunate to get several Texas foundations, the Hillcrest Foundation and the Sturgis Foundation, interested in our project. We wanted to help, we wanted to model what we imagined, what we believe is good design in these CCC parks and have architects, architectural students, wherever they might live, uh, locally, globally, have access to these places, at least visually, if not physically. 
we wanted to do that by means of a, of a website. We wanted to grow our base of advocates. We were very concerned that as these gentlemen who worked in the CCC died, they have passed along the torch, if you will, to their families and friends and, and colleagues. But there are people who come to the parks purely for recreation, and they don't have this other story, and they don't have this other personal co connection. So wherever they were, we wanted the ability to reach them. And I, I think what really helped us so much, in addition to these generous private foundations, was that the National Endowment for the Arts was offering a new category on design. And this really seemed like the perfect fit, that if we could build this website and talk about the history and the good design and the cultural context in which it happened, then um, we could have people who love these parks for a variety of reasons. And we might inspire some future designers uh, to build uh, on this human scale. Are there other online resources that tell the story of the CCC in the Texas State Parks? Well, you named one, um, and that is one that the Interpretive Services Group at Texas Parks and Wildlife did. Mm -hmm. Sarah Lyle was the um, a New Deal for Texas, okay. and that is geared, that was funded by the by Humanities Texas, and it is geared to assist teachers of Texas history in the fourth and seventh grade um, to talk about the phenomenon of change in uh, the 20th century. Uh, teachers in uh, Texas had uh, uh, are, are stressed with teaching everything that the idea was that once you get to the 20th century, you just kind of, you don't get to the present. <laughs> you right. may get to World War II, but you're, you, there's a gap in, in what's covered. And um, the interpreters uh, thought that this geared toward fourth and seventh grade uh, school children in Texas who take Texas history would um, would be attractive, and it has proven to be. There's um, there's a lot of uh, more you know more national ones. There's uh, if you're if you're interested, Living New Deal um, at Berkeley. Uh, it's just one word strung strung together. LivingNewDeal.Berkeley.edu. There's an individual by the name of Gray Brecken who's trying to look at uh, a lot not just CCC parks, but all New Deal infrastructure that is around us everywhere. And so he's done a really good job. And there's another website you can go to, newdeallegacy.org, as part of the New Deal Preservation Association. So I direct listeners to those. Thank you for sharing those resources with us, Cindy. We'll provide links to them for folks who are interested on our website. That's all the questions I have for you this time. Next time, I'll ask you about Bastrop State Park and the work done to save its CCC heritage in the face of one of the worst wildfires in Texas history. That was part one of Jenny Hayes' conversation with Cindy Brandemont. Be sure to join us for the second installment of this two-part series. You can find part two as well as the full transcript of this podcast 
on the NCPTT website. That's ncptt.nps.gov. Until next time.